The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Whether you need to restock the fridge or just have a sudden, intense craving for cheese puffs, Kroger Delivery will get you just what you need in as little as 30 minutes. From groceries to household items, Kroger delivers right to your door. So don't let one major craving have you reaching for your car keys. Open the Kroger app and start your cart, whatever the cart. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Delivery times not guaranteed. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Podcast. With your host, Larry Lease. Come join us as Cinema Gold dives into the latest Hollywood films and news. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're continuing our series. Push the button, review of Lost. First, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pundix. Visit Pundix.com. Use promo code CINEMAGOL for 10% off your order. So let's get on with our review of Lost Season 3. Not top 10 episodes yet, but we'll get there. Lost's third season had a rocky start. It suffered from raising far too many questions while resolving very little. A complaint that the show had garnered quite frequently, but something changed halfway through the season. Suddenly, it seemed like the writers and producers had been listening to fans' concerns as they successfully resolved many lingering plot points and gave us a renewed interest in the series' core mysteries. The season is easily broken down. into two separate parts. The first six episodes that aired before an eight-week hiatus, and then the rest of the season. Even though the first six are considered part of the third season, it felt much more like a prologue. Very little time was spent with the survivors on the beach, and the main focus of the story is Jack, Kate, and Sawyer's imprisonment by the others. These episodes did have their moments. But ultimately, they felt like one big tease, with very little being resolved, more answers servicing. <clears throat> Sounds like typical loss, right? Well, it seemed at the time that fans had had enough as ratings began to slip and a backlash against the series began mounting. Even the studio began to lose faith in their show as they shifted Lost to the 10 o'clock time slot and away from the ever-so-popular American Idol. And this is when everything changed. The best way to describe the show's resurgence in Season 3's second half is to look back 
And to be honest, it wouldn't have been surprising if we could have come up with 50 more loose ends. Out of those 50 loose ends that many fans have talked about, around seven of them have been answered. Now, that did not seem like a significant amount, but when we are dealing with subjects such as the origin of the docs paralysis, why do the others want children, and the radio to- tower, it's hard to be disappointed. On top of that, there were several more loose ends dealt with in a significant capacity, and numerous other mysteries explored that aren't even on the list. Not bad for a show that is often criticized for not delivering answers. The second half of the season also featured some of the show's best episodes to date, including the brilliantly told Flashes Before Your Eyes, which is an interesting twist on Lost, somewhat stale flashback scenario. Other episodes include The Man from Tallahassee and The Brig, along with The Man Behind the Curtain and One of Us. Really, the only weak part, point of the final 16-episode run would be Stranger and a Stranger Land. An episode that primarily focused on the origins and meaning of Jack's tattoo. We still don't really understand the significance, and we're not too sure if the writers do either. They never bring up the subject again for the rest of the season. If you were to suggest that the theme for season one was Man vs. the Unknown, and that season two was Man vs. the Machine, also known as the Button, it would be fair to suggest that the theme for Season 3 is Man vs. Man, as the main crux of the season deals with the survivors of Flight 815 dealing with the mysterious others. There is a constant power struggle between the two groups and the narrative frequently shifts back and forth from the other camp to the survivors' beach, intertwined throughout are personal struggles for several of the characters in both camps. And we realize as the story pushes forward that even though they are enemies, their survival appears to be dependent on each other. At the core of this struggle is Benjamin Linus, and it would be a sin not to mention Michael Emerson's fantastic performance as the enigmatic leader of the others. He never once falters in portraying a creepy and enduring nemesis for the survivors of Flight 815, and in particular, John Locke. Terry O'Quinn puts in an equally inspired performance, and every time these two appear on screen together, you know something special is about to happen. Some that argued that Lost is a show best watched on DVD. It's not an argument when you consider all the minute details that every episode presents. Even with ABC showing the episodes consecutively, a move we applaud them for. The show's narrative is far too complex and you're simply not going to remember everything you need to know to fully appreciate the story. Those of you who gave up on the series early during the third season will benefit from the DVD release, as you'll be able to see what all the fuss was about in the latter half of the season. Perhaps next time, those of you who left won't quit on the series quite so soon. And now, we will get on to talking about the top ten episodes of season three. Like I mentioned before, Number 10 episode is The Man Behind the Curtain. Okay, watching this, you probably ask, what the heck is going on? Ben finally gets the flashback, flashback treatment. He sees some of the origins of the Dharma Initiative. Richard doesn't age, apparently. We meet Jacob. Or do we? 
As usual, we get some answers, but then, as a result, I'm forced to ask a hundred more questions. It was interesting to see who Roger Work, Workman really was, to see the Dharma Initiative in its heyday. <clears throat> it looks like Jack and company are finally ready to talk to each other again. And Ben, for the record, leaving Locke shot in a pit of corpses is cold. Number nine, it's the cost of living. Echo has had a rough start to season three. Unfortunately, it only continues in this episode, as he sees his dead brother in a vision. Has to be rescued from a burning hut, and has a final scene, one-on-one, with the smoker monster. It was sad to see a favorite go. He seemed like one of the few truly honorable men on the island, despite his past. Great job on the casting and the younger versions of this character. Meanwhile, it seemed we finally get Ben's endgame and what this entire elaborate plan is all about. Seems like it would have just been easier just to introduce themselves to our group and ask for Jack's help. It's been tough to read Juliet and whose side she's on. Perhaps her movie trick should answer those questions. And at number eight, we have Not in Portland. It's the finale to the little seven-episode arc that opens season three. Jack has jeopardized Ben's life mid-surgery. Kate and Sawyer are feverishly trying to escape their captivity. And we get a backstory on Juliet. This episode also marks the first appearance of the mysterious Rupert Alpert, someone we will see more of as the show goes on. In addition to just some great drama, there are a couple of good laughs especially Sawyer's Star Wars reference. Also, a quick eye will notice mention of someone named Jacob on one of the slides poor Carl is forced to look at during his Clockwork Orange-type incarceration. Keep the name Jacob in your back pocket. And at number seven, we have DOC, Department of Corrections, Drug of Choice. Nope. Date of conception. When did son conceive her child? The answer to that question is huge. Whether it is yes or no, any episode about Jin and Sue is going to be a good one and a lot of emotion. You also learn more about that Sue is someone you don't want to mess with. Despite her delicate appearance, she is full of strength. The story also con- continues with our. With our new visitor to the island, the crashed helicopter pilot. Who is she? We still don't know, because somehow, Mikhail is still alive and steals the ship. Hurley has some great moments in this episode as well. Pretty sure the final lines spoken were were meant to uh, further tease the audience in their wild theories. And number six, flashes before your eyes. This could officially be the episode where Lost goes from mystery drama to mystery sci-fi drama. We finally get some insight into what seems to be Desmond's ability to see the future. With the help of time travel. We also find out that Mr. Whitmore is much more of a hard-ass than we originally thought. And Desmond's flashes of intuition so far have been all about trying to keep Charlie out of danger. Desmond's final lines of the episode will have you on edge until season's end.
Also, who exactly is the woman Desmond was talking to in Julie's shop? That seemed to be out of time. Now, besides being Data's mother from Next Generation Star Wars, or Star Trek. And at number five, we have Greatest Hits. There's not really a whole lot that goes on in this episode. It's the last one before the two-part finale. And it's mostly a lot of exposition and setting up what is going to happen. However, during all of that, there is a touching story with Charlie as he prepares for what Desmond tells him will be his final act on the island. Knowing that he might not come back and prove Des's visions to be true, he compiles a list to be returned to Claire if she did not survive. He sees several flashbacks throughout his life, spanning from childhood right up until his crash on the island. As Charlie is about to dive down to the Looking Glass station, there is also a great moment between him and Desmond, as neither wants to let the other go through with the dangerous task that's been set before them. A quiet episode, but a good one as well. And at number four is Catch-22. That's here for Desmond. His character is so compelling thanks to his flashes of the future, his warning for Charlie, and his deep love for Penny. Because of the type of show this is, we're almost given the biggest shocker of the series in the teaser, until we realize it's one of Desmond's flashes. He sees that the island is going to get a visitor, and will be at the cost of Charlie's life. Most of the episode is watching how Desmond make sure his visions come true, because altering them may change the outcome of what he saw. We also get more insight into Des's past, and see the first time he and Penny ever met. This culminates into what feels like would be a touching ending, with a nice blend of dialogue from the past, played over visuals of the present, Desmond frantically rescuing the ejected helicopter pilot he assumes is Penny. I'll just say the ending is yet another twist. And it appears I don't have a slide for number three. So at number three, we have Enter 77. After watching Lost for three seasons now, you'd have to start wondering just how big this island is as we continue to discover more and more things. This time it's a little farmhouse tucked away in the middle of the jungle. It is home to someone we saw a glimpse of in an earlier episode and one of the cooler characters on the show, Mikhail. Enter 77 is a solid episode throughout, as the action pointed a story regarding him and the house, an emotional backstory regarding Saeed and the things he has done in his past, and then a light, funny B-story involving Sawyer and a dark horse ping-pong champ. So at number two, we have Through the Looking Glass, part one. It's the beginning of a tension-filled season finale. So many things are happening at once, and it's fantastic. Mikhail is one super cool character. Rose and Bernard are great, especially Rose's line to Jack. Speaking of the duck, how about that beard he's sporting the flashes? And what did he read that makes him want to kill himself? Furthermore, not long after kissing Juliet, he then tells Kate in a later conversation that he's actually in love with her. What gives? And Locke's visitor at the edge of the pit he's lying in? What's up with that? What we do know 
answers will be far and few between. And to round out the list at number one is, of course, Through the Looking Glass Part 2. How did we do it? How did those of us who watched the show during its initial run not go insane during a summer's hiatus? After the way Season 3 ended, all this time we wanted our heroes to get off the island. Now it turns out the strung out Jack with the filthy beard is actually a flash forward. He's telling Kate they need to go back to the island. So many great moments in this one. So more emotional than others. It was fun to see Hurley by the, be the hero and save the day. On the flip side, Charlie's story was absolutely gut-wrenching. The music for this episode was fantastic, as it's always been throughout the series. What is Locke's deal, anyways? Alex's introduction to her mother, who may have been, was funny. This was a true case of the show saving its very best of the season for the last. And that's all we have for this episode of Push the Button. Let us know your thoughts on Season 3 of The Lost. You can leave a comment in the section below. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and give us a thumbs up if you like it. Send us a tweet at cinemagold2. And we'll see you next week for another Journey into the Lost. Thanks for watching Cinema Gold Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold 2. Become a patron on our Patreon at patreon.com slash cinema gold. Send us a voice message and be featured on an upcoming episode through anchor.fm slash cinema gold. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money now on new siding from LP SmartSide at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP SmartSide today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big